Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Hello, welcome along. This is episode number 19 of the Influence Podcast. And today I want to walk through the four steps for you to become an Instagram authority in 2020. Now, as we move into the brand new year and brand new decade, then I want to make sure you are fully equipped and you have all the latest and greatest strategies and most useful strategies and techniques so that you can continue to build your brand, build your authority, build your authority and be seen as the go-to expert in your niche through the new year. Really excited about this. We're going to dive in. I want to make sure this is quick, snappy, uh, practical for you, useful for you, so you can start implementing these things straight away. And of course, it is the last episode before the new year, and it's the last episode before the new decade. So I trust that you have a wonderful new year and looking forward very much to a very, very impactful, influential, profitable uh, year and decade ahead as well. So we'll dive in with all of that, but let's get started first of all with the first of these four steps. Well, the first step falls into the category of quality, okay? So quality. And for us to really build our authority and be seen as the expert in the new year, then ultimately the actions that we're going to, that we need, or the two things that we need, the two sides to this coin, if you like, are we need quality and then we need visibility, quality and visibility. And if we can get both of those things going, this is what's going to allow us to grow and grow our following and our authority and our influence on the Instagram platform. So quality, the first or the first step for quality or within the quality bracket, if you like, is quality content. And this is something we talk about again and again and again. Um, and, and the idea of quality content being specifically what do other people want to see? What is it that we can provide our followers, our audience that they want to see, that they are really, really dying to see and it's going to be useful to them, informative to them, educational to them, uh, but something that's going to engage them and engage our audience. Now, what does quality content look like? Because that's it's easy to say, oh, yes, we need quality content and that's it. But what exactly does that look like? Well, one of the big things that we talk about is focusing on giving people things that they want to see. It's not about social media, it's about social media. And if you focus on what other people want to see, then they will continue to like, engage, comment, 
and of course follow and if we can give other people what they want to see then this is what's going to allow us to continue to grow and linked in with with that quality content then is if we are doing that if we're actually giving people what they want to see we need to be mindful of why they are there in the first place all right now this is the big thing why are they there in the first place why is our audience why is our follower why is that person who's viewing our videos our posts on social media well they're probably there because they are looking for a little bit of entertainment maybe they're looking for a distraction maybe they're looking to to learn something um maybe they just want a, a moment of peace from their family from their their partner wife family children whoever it might be um I say wife because I'm obviously a man, but it could be husband, uh, equally needing a distraction from them as well. Um, but who, you know, why is why are they on there, all right? Because this is the thing, we are generally now, I would say the majority of people seem to be addicted to their mobile phones, it's fair to say. We know where our mobile phone is, it's, it's in our pocket or handbag or within e- easy arm's reach of where we are right now. And if it's not, then we're looking around for it frantically. Um, so... If we know that people are going to be addicted to this device, then you know it's 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 almost a habit, an un, uh, subconscious habit. Sorry, that people just automatically flick in and open their Instagram or their Facebook or their YouTube or whatever it might be. So if that's the the, the mindset that people are in, then how are we going to grab their atten- attention uh, easily, and how are we going to cr- grab their attention most effectively, so that uh, we can we can we can continue to to bring them with us on the journey and we can get them engaged with what we are looking to achieve. Okay, so that's the first step, is quality content that other people want to see, and it's mindful of why they are on social media in the first place. And I'll give a little extension to that before we move on, is that keep an, an, an ear out for uh, our episode, which is going to be, and I'm just checking now, but I believe it's going to be episode number uh, 20, I think it is, no, 21. Okay, so episode number 21 which is going to be how to build a magnetic content strategy in 2020. So if you're still unsure, okay, Jake, you want, I want specifics. I want for my business, my niche right now, how can I do this? How can I make this? Give me something tangible. Well, the good news is that that is coming. Okay. So if you're not yet clear on exactly what that content might be for your business, for your niche, then I'm going to give you the something called the magnetic content strategy and I'm going to share that with you in the coming weeks uh, on episode number 21 so you have a actual plan laid out to give you quality content and start attracting the right people for your uh, for your business okay so keep an ear out for that before then let's dive in to step number two okay so the second thing that we need then now that we've guaranteed our quality content for us to then continue to build our authority, I would suggest that the next thing we're looking to do on Instagram is to increase the frequency with which we post. All right. Now, the, the reason that I say this is that I, I get the question asked a lot is, how often should I be posting, Jake? Is it once a day? Is it once a week? Is it six times a day? Is it three times a day? Am I posting enough? Am I posting at the right times of day? All these kinds of questions. And Again, there's, there are things in there where we can we can sort of zero in and say, yes, okay, there are better times than others during the day when we could be posting. Yes, absolutely, we do need to be consistent. If we post five times on a Saturday, then we don't post for four days, and then we post 20 times on the Thursday, uh, and then we don't post for another two weeks, then there's no real strategy there. It's very, very haphazard, and it doesn't have any consistency. However, 
by increasing the frequency with which we post. So let's say we currently post twice a day on Instagram. If you can increase that to three times or four times, then you're doubling or, uh, well, either 50% more or 100% more increasing the amount of views, okay, and the actual reach of your posts. Now, this is really, really important because if soon as you increase how frequently you post, you're then giving yourself and, uh, and your content the opportunity to be seen more and more frequently. So as an example, an account with, let's say, 5,000 followers, if you're, if you're sharing one post per day at the moment, and, and this is these are rough numbers, it might be different for your account, it may be more, it may be less, but let's say, as an example, account with 5,000 followers, one post per day, and you may get 10,000 impressions on that particular post, okay? So it's, it's viewed or seen 10,000 times, that particular post. That doesn't mean we're going to get 10,000 likes. It doesn't mean that we're going to get 10,000 comments or, you know, a, a, percentage, a certain amount of followers from that. It's just an example of how many impressions we might get. So an account with 5,000 followers, if we post once a day, then we might get 10,000 impressions. If we increase that to four posts a day, then you'd think, well, we're going to get 10,000 impressions times four. Okay, so 40,000 impressions. So suddenly we are quadrupling the opportunity and the number of times that our posts can be seen. So simply by posting more, then we're giving our content a better chance of being seen. Now, again, of course, there is overkill. We don't necessarily be posting 8, 10, 15 times a day, okay, because there, we are getting to the point where it's just going to get too much for people that are seeing this. But even Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this all the time. He, he posts now over 100 different pieces of content across his different channels per day. Now, he's on a lot of different platforms, but he still shares over 100 pieces of content per day across all his different platforms. He is not worried in the slightest about uh, like oversaturation. Okay? One of the big things he says is you need to post more. All right, you've got, if you're going to be seen more, you've got to post more, which is absolutely true. It's 100% true. Whilst we are still, or we still have the opportunity for organic reach, i.e. we don't have to pay for ads to get our content seen by more people, then yes, absolutely, we should be posting more per day. So if you really want to move forward with your brand building in 2020, then I would say, can you at least double what you're doing right now? So if you're posting once a week, then it needs to be twice a week. Personally, I would like it to be a lot more, but let's start somewhere. So if you're posting once a week, let's make it twice a week. If you're posting once a day, let's make it twice a day. If you're posting twice a day, let's make it four times a day because immediately it's going to start to increase the amount of impressions that you're getting, which gives you more opportunity to get likes, comments, and followers as well. So step number two for you to increase your authority and build your brand in 2020 is going to be post more and increase the frequency. All right, step number three is hashtags yes for you to increase your visibility okay we've talked about content or we talked about quality i should say which was the content so three ways for you to increase your visibility the first one we've just mentioned is by increasing increasing the frequency how often you post the second is by using the correct hashtags and the ideal hashtags for your niche for your business um Again, it's a conversation, I've mentioned this before, and it's an ongoing conversation that I have with people. How many hashtags should I use? Should I use five? Some people say use three. Some people say use all 30. For me, I still continue to use all 30 hashtags every single time I post. And in stories, you can use up to 11 hashtags every single time that you post as well. And I would encourage that you continue to do that. If used effectively, this can have massive, massive impact on the followers that you 
that you receive as well. And when you start looking at the insights section of your Instagram account, particularly if you have a business account, this is the, the beauty of having the business account or the creator's account, is that you can now see insights from every single post. So you can see how many impressions did that post have? How many follows did you get as a result of that post? Like direct follows, how many times was that particular post seen in the home screen? Or how many of those uh, followers or how many impressions did it get because of the hashtags? So you can quickly start to see how effectively or, or where I should say your, um, your, your audience, your impressions, your follows are coming from so that you can more effectively make decisions about how you post and where you post as well. Now to help you with the hashtags, there's two strategies that I recommend or three actually. The first is get hold of the hashtag playbook if you haven't already. Uh, I will uh, drop a, a link in the show notes for the hashtag playbook accompanied by the hashtag masterclass to talk exactly about how I use hashtags uh, and how you can use them effectively. The, the playbook has got the top 50 hashtags in the 67 biggest industries on Instagram. So if you don't yet have it, please do take a look. You can find that either on my profile on Instagram or take a look in the show notes. There'll be a link in there as well. The second is by looking at the app, which is called Hashtags, I believe it's called Hashtags. Uh, again, I will pop a pop a link into this. If you if you take a look on our featured stories on um, on uh, the Instagram account, at jcadamdavey, take a look in our featured stories where we've got hashtags, and I will put a link in there so you can access this hashtag app. I don't get any commissions or anything by that, by the way. Uh, by the way, for that, it's not affiliatable or anything like that. Um, just a recommendation as it's something which increasingly people that I'm, I'm talking to are recommending. So the app is called Hashtags uh, and it's kind of a pinky purpley background. So take a look at that and it, it shows sort of trending hashtags and useful hashtags for different topics as well. So it sounds extremely, extremely useful. And then the third way that you can use hashtags effectively is by continuing to look at the market leaders, the authorities, the leaders within your niche, within your space. What are they doing? Uh, what tags are they using? They obviously keep changing them and mixing them up and things. So just start to get a flavor for what they are using. And then you can model that and you can use the exact same hashtags in your own posts. If you want your posts, if you want your content to show up in exactly the same places as the top people in your industry, in your niche, then start by modeling the hashtags that they are using, using the hashtags that they're using, because it means that your content will start to appear there as well. Really, really powerful. And hashtags are the next step, number three, to help build your authority and increase your audience and influence on Instagram in 2020. All right, step number four and the final step to help build your Instagram authority in 2020 is this. Engagement groups, comment pods, whatever they may be called, but they are ultimately one of the, and still continue to be, one of the most powerful ways for you to continue to grow your following. And I would suggest through the new year, having this down um, is gonna be so, so powerful for you to continue to grow your audience and build your authority on Instagram. So an engagement group, just just to give a sort of a real simplified version, if, if, you, if, if, if I post, let's say I post um, uh, a picture, from my Instagram account, I add all my hashtags and things. As soon as that post goes out, then it will be shown to a, a percentage of my audience, a portion of my audience. Uh, it will appear in those different hashtag areas. And then if it builds traction quickly, if it gets likes and comments quickly, then it may appear in the home or the discover uh, area as well on Instagram. Okay. Now, 
and it's going to it's going to get a certain amount of likes and comments now for me to increase the amount of likes that i get to increase the amount of comments that i get and therefore increase the 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 chance and the potential for it to appear in the home feed and in the search area on instagram then i need to get lots and lots of likes and comments quickly okay now one way that you can do this is through a comment pod or an engagement group and what this does is it's a group of accounts that work together very very closely and when somebody posts or everybody would post for example at the same time within this particular group everybody posts at the same time and then within a few minutes of that post going out then you can go and you would like and comment on other people's posts within that group and the same happens for your post as well. So if I'm part of a comment pod or if I'm part of an engagement group, then when I post my picture, when I post my video, whatever it might be, within a few minutes, when I alert everybody to the fact that I've posted, within a few minutes, they will all go and like and comment on my post. Now, what does that mean? It means that Instagram identifies very quickly that, that this particular post that I've shared is getting lots of likes, lots of comments in a very, very short space of time. So it deems that content as being valuable, as being useful, and being something that more and more people want to see. So what does it do naturally? If it's seen as a piece of valuable content, then Instagram thinks, right, I need to show this to more and more people. So the snowball effect begins, and it starts to actually share that content with more and more people, which is extremely, extremely powerful. So a couple of recommendations for engagement groups I would uh, that I would say. The first of all is there are two options. There's the paid option and there's the free option. Free, generally, you, you get what you pay for, okay? So it's probably worth investing a small amount, at least, into an engagement group. The one that I use is it was around $25, $30 a month. It's like a dollar a day, uh, but it's totally worth it for the returns in growth and followers that come as a result, okay? And it also means, because you're paying, that other people in that group are more committed. It's not a case of, oh, well, I didn't fancy it today, so I'm not gonna do it. It's a case of, no, everybody in there is committed. They're dedicated to helping uh, other people grow. They're dedicated to being part of a community that wants to grow their following, grow their audience, and grow their influence on Instagram. And therefore, you know that you're working with a lot of like-minded people as well. Now, there's two different uh, engagement groups that I recommend. One of those is called Executive Mafia, which I would suggest is really, really good if you have maybe a, um, how would you say, it? like a, 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 a feature page or a branded page, okay? So not necessarily a personal account, not necessarily a personal brand, but more if you're, if you're building around a product or service or if you're building a brand separate to yourself, then Executive Mafia is a really, really good way to go. And I can pop a link in there. Uh, that is an affiliate link, by the way, heads up. Um, but I could pop an affiliate link in there into the show notes so you can take a look. The second option is something called PP Network. And I think I've probably mentioned this previously. I've mentioned it to a few people recently. This is probably better suited if you are a personal brand. So if you're trying to build your personal brand on Instagram and you're looking to start attracting more likes, more comments, uh, more followers, then I would suggest that PP Network is probably a better way to go at the moment. And, you know, it, it, it has specific um, groups which are tailored solely for individual brands and personal brands. So that would probably be a, uh, another option alternative if that's what you want to check out as well. Uh, and again, I'll put a link in there in the show notes so you can check out that uh, that network as well. But if you're not in a position to pay, if you, if you, if you want to get started with a free group, then I would suggest you know simple, simple search on Google, 
looking at on Facebook and Facebook groups, there will be um, comment pods and engagement pods within Facebook as well, within Facebook groups. So there's plenty that you can find to get started. But as I say, when you're when you're serious about your growth and you know that you want to take action and really make this work for you right now, you want to kind of get some shortcuts, then I would suggest looking at a particular group, uh, an engagement group, and perhaps paying for it. And one of the two that I've recommended, or either of the two that I've recommended, would work really, really well for that as well. But certainly through the next year, uh, this is going to continue to be one of the best ways for you to continue to, or to be able to grow your brand, build your 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 um, authority around your product, service, brand, and it's going to continue to work really, really well in the next year as well. All right, there we go then. So to wrap up, we've been through the four steps for you to become an Instagram authority in 2020 and four of the main areas that you can really focus on to allow you to do that. The first was sharing quality content that other people want to see. Um, and it's it's really focusing on why are people on social media in the first place and how can I continue to give them more of what they want so they keep coming back to my account to see more of my brand, my product, my service, whatever that might be, more and more and more. The second is frequency and talking about posting more. The more frequently we post, the more opportunity we have for our content to be seen. And whilst we're still in uh, the, 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 the stage of Instagram, where we can get organic reach, we don't necessarily need to pay for advertising, then the more frequently we post, the better, because it's gonna get our content in front of more of the right people. The third step was hashtags, still one of the best ways to grow when using the right hashtags and used effectively, it allows you to get in front of more of the right people, more of specifically the people that you wanna do business with and attract to your account, so that you can start converting those people into clients and customers. And then the fourth step was engagement groups to give you a, a, a real boost uh, and a real sort of push forward with your growth when you're instantly getting a lot of likes and a lot of comments on your post in a short space of time. So it means that you have a greater opportunity to get your posts into the home, into the Discover feed on Instagram so they get more likes, more comments and the snowball effect, effect continues again and again and again. All right, so let's wrap up there. I hope that that's been useful. Those are four real powerful areas that you can focus on in 2020. It is, of course, within the next few days after listening to this episode, then we are going to be landing into 2020, new year and new decade. So I do wish you, uh, I trust that you've had a, a fantastic year and that you've uh, had an opportunity to reflect on the year gone by, on the wins, on the successes, on things that have gone really, really well and learn from those, and equally on the things that perhaps have not gone so well, maybe some of the lower points, maybe some of the more difficult times, maybe things where you've, you've, you've tried or tested things and, and they haven't worked, or even you know where you know that you should have done some, some, something but perhaps didn't take action on it. And I, I trust that you've, you've had an opportunity that, that ultimately, more, most importantly, I would, I would guess, is just to take time to reflect on those things uh, and how that can then move forward and how you can move forward and grow from that in the new year. So... Uh, I do trust that you've done that as well. And equally for, for the decade, um, just just one thing that I would leave you with, and it may be something that you want to contemplate, maybe with something you want to consider. If you'd like to have more of a conversation around it, then uh, by all means get in touch. But I spoke to um, a, a coach. I've taken on another coach within my personal life and personal growth just in the last uh, week or so. And one of the things that he is doing is he is going back through the whole decade and he's pulling out, say, two to three things every single year that have 
gone uh, really, really well or perceived to have gone really, really well. And then two or three things from each year that perhaps have gone particularly badly or, you know, failures or things were mistakes, perhaps. So actually, you know, by the end of the or through the full decade, there might be 25, maybe 30 things, um, some of which are very positive or some of which are seen to be very, very negative as well. And just by doing that, it allows you to focus on the things that have gone well, yes, and identify those, the things that have gone badly. But then it's also, I think, important, and this is what I really like about it, is also those things that we perceive to go really, really well. Maybe it's a business deal. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a, a, a new job or a move into a different space or um, you know, maybe, maybe health achievements, for example. With all those positive things, there's always a drawback. There's always a downside. There's always something that, that couldn't happen or hasn't happened as a result of having that real success and the thing that I like about it is it's encouraging us to focus on not just the real wins but there has to be downsides to those wins as well okay and then with the negatives it's a case of well this went really badly and this went really badly and this went really badly but what were the positives of that okay if I didn't get that business deal if that relationship did break down if if um if I if I you know tried something within my business and spent a lot of money and it didn't pull off it didn't work then what were the benefits from that? There have to be benefits. There have to be upsides as well. And the reason that I think this is really powerful is just being able to focus on what worked well, what didn't work so well, but even if things didn't go well, what did I learn? And even from the things that did go well, what did I also learn and what what actually has happened as a result as well? And I think that's super powerful. It almost gives you that kind of comforting feeling as you go into the new year and the new decade of things are going to go well, things are going to go badly, but whether they go really well, whether they go really badly, and both are going to happen, there are downsides and upsides to both of those. And I think, as I say, for me, that was really reassuring. It's something that I'm going to focus on um, recapping the last decade, the previous decade, and it may be something that you wish to do. And then it just gives you that 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 moment and that almost foresight of when things go well in the, in the new year, in the new decade, great, but don't get carried away. And when things go badly, yeah, okay, fair enough, they've gone badly. But again, let's not get too down on it because there have to be positives there as well. Anyway, that got a little bit uh, off the uh, the topic of Instagram and such, but it can tie in perfectly with that as well. If things are going well on Instagram, then you know we, we just need to make sure that that uh, that we stay grounded. And equally, if things appear to be going a little bit negative with, with when oh, they're not going quite as well as we want when we're building our audience, converting clients into uh, followers into clients and customers, uh, you know, ad campaigns that we might be running or joint ventures that we might be uh, looking to, to build as well, that we're always keeping an eye on the, the positives and the negatives. Anyway, let me leave that you with that. Have a wonderful New Year celebrations. Enjoy everything from uh, reflection as well from the last year. Uh, I trust that you're setting goals for the new year and, and, uh, and really focusing on what it is that you want to achieve and how you can have a really, really big am- impact Uh, and be playing at 100%. Uh, I wish you a very, very happy new year and I look forward to seeing you in 2020. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. 
Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at Jake Adam Davey. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.